0: Hello and welcome back to the fantasy playmakers in today's video. I'm going to be going through my last set of pre-draft positional rankings And so within the last week i've gone through my top 12 running backs and top 12 wide receivers And today i'm going to be going through my top six quarterbacks We're not doing the full 12 just because there aren't that many, you know quality quarterback prospects There's kind of a big five, you could say a big six. So I'm gonna be going through the top six guys at the position. And then while you guys are watching, if you're enjoying the content, just do me a huge favor, hit that like button. And if you wanna see more content like this, just subscribe to the channel. So you know more videos like this are going to get recommended for you. But let's jump right into it. And before we get into number one, I kind of just want to talk about some of the teams who are in need of a quarterback, because I think, you know, the way these quarterbacks are taken off the board is going to be very interesting. You know, we've seen some mock drafts where no quarterbacks get picked within the first like, you know, 20 selections. And then in other mock drafts, you've got, you know, Malik Willis going off the board at number two. You know, some people have the Panthers and Seahawks selecting a quarterback in the top 10 picks you know, other mocks, it's like the Steelers are the first team taking one. So I really feel like this could play out in a bunch of different ways. But right now, the teams that I think will take one of these top quarterbacks, we have the Panthers, Seahawks, Lions, and I think the Steelers are also in that group. All four of those teams need quarterbacks. And I think they're going to be in the market for them in this draft and within the first two rounds. And then some teams who may be interested, we have the Falcons. They signed Marcus Mariota. Do not think he's the quarterback of the future. But also when you're just looking at that roster, like that is not a team who's equipped to take on one of these rookie quarterbacks and, you know, set them up for success. You would kind of just be throwing the guy in there to struggle unless they want to have him, you know, sit behind Marcus Mariota, then that would be a different situation. We also have the Saints. Right now, you know, we've seen throughout the offseason, they were, you know, inquiring on a lot of these quarterbacks who were becoming available. They ended up re-signing Jameis Winston. I think they know he is not the quarterback of the future. The question really is, you know, do they think any of these quarterbacks in this class are good enough to, you know, be a starter for a significant period of time? And then the last team who kind of may be in this mix is the Commanders. They went out, got Carson Wentz. I don't think anyone thinks Carson Wentz is like a top 15 quarterback moving forward. So they could be interested, but let's jump into number one. And I think this is pretty clear for fantasy football purposes. This is where I have Malik Willis. And for me, he's locked in at that number one spot just based on his fantasy upside. He is a legit dual threat quarterback. He has that Jalen Hurts build, six foot one, 219 pounds. He's not crazy tall, but he's definitely big enough, you know, 220 pounds. He can definitely take the hits at the next level and he can rack up rushing yards while also being a red zone threat. We saw Jalen Hurts rush for over 700 yards, but he was a big time factor on the goal line. I think Malik Willis can kind of replicate some of that work. And then when you're looking at his arm, he is arguably the best arm talent in this class. He's not totally consistent with it, but we know the ability is there. And as a mobile quarterback for fantasy football, he does not have to be a top tier NFL quarterback to produce. You just have to look back to Jalen Hurts in 2021. I don't think anyone would say he was a good quarterback last season, but he was still a quarterback one for fantasy football and when we're looking at this class as a whole where a lot of people think this is a really weak quarterback class you know some people don't even think there's you know one you know long-term starter here you got to go after the guys who are going to have the upside i'm going to get into this later but i'm taking a lot of these mobile quarterbacks very early on and pushing the ones who are not as mobile you know farther down my rankings and then looking at his draft capital, I could totally see him going top 10 to one of those teams I mentioned that is desperate. And then I could also see him sitting, you know, for a year behind, you know, maybe like a fringe starter. The Steelers get him, you know, they signed Mitch Trubisky. So I would not be surprised if they let him sit, learn for a year and then throw him in kind of like Trey Lance style. Now at number two, this is where I have Matt Corral and he doesn't really seem to be getting a ton of draft hype. Thought we'd be hearing more about him. I totally think he's still, you know, in the range of possibilities to be getting, you know, first round draft capital. I would probably say he's the second most mobile quarterback in this class. You could maybe throw out a shout to Desmond Ritter, but for me, it would be Matt Corral. He has rushed for 500 plus yards the last two seasons. He has a very physical rushing style, which could lead to some injuries in the future. But he did come in at six foot two, 212 pounds, so he's not a huge quarterback but definitely isn't, you know, crazy undersized that weight. You would like it to be a little bit higher, but you know, not going to complain with 212. His arm definitely excels in the short and intermediate areas of the field. He doesn't have like crazy solid deep arm strength like some of these other quarterbacks in the class, but you know, he does perform very well, you know, in those first two levels. And then we really saw Corral take a really nice jump from 2020 to 2021 in terms of his decision making. So it's good to see that progression in some of these, you know, future rookie quarterbacks. Now, moving on to number three, this is where I have Sam Howell. And I've been higher on him, you know, than consensus for a while now. And he's another player who hasn't had a ton of media attention, you know, surrounding his draft capital. And it's honestly a little bit surprising to me because when you look back at his 2020 season, like in mock drafts for the next year, he looked like he was going to be a top five pick. He definitely had some struggles in 2021, but I do think a lot of that was just due to the team around him. The offensive line had him absolutely running for his life back there. And then when you're looking at the players he lost following the 2020 season, he lost Deami Brown, Daz Newsome, Javante Williams, and Michael Carter. All those guys moved on to the NFL. So he just did not have a ton of support around him. But what I really like from that 2021 season is that he showed some newfound rushing production. During that jump, he rushed for 828 yards and 11 rushing touchdowns. That is very, very nice production at the quarterback position. And so if you know you're a Sam Howell fan, you're probably hoping for him to be selected back end of the first round, looking at the Steelers. The Lions are holding the 32nd pick. They could be in, you know, range for a quarterback there. Maybe the Seahawks trade back or trade up from their second round pick. So those are kind of potential landing spots there for Sam Howell. Moving over to number four, this is where I have Desmond Ritter, and he jumped a spot from my last rankings. He also seems to be rising up NFL draft boards, you know, pre-NFL draft. Recently, he's been getting a lot of first round buzz, and there definitely is a lot to like here with Desmond Ritter. He was a four-year starter at Cincinnati, six foot three. He's got that typical quarterback size. And I wouldn't say Ritter stands out as a great runner, but he definitely has some sneaky mobility. You know, he doesn't look incredibly graceful when he's doing it, but I feel like as a runner, I'd compare him to, you know, a slightly more athletic Trevor Lawrence. You don't think of Trevor Lawrence as a guy who's going to go out, get you a ton of rushing production, but he totally has that, you know, in his wheelhouse. We actually saw at the NFL Combine, Desmond Ritter ran a four five two forty, which is in the 98th percentile for the quarterback position. So that is a fantastic time. And then when we're looking at his arm, Desmond Ritter has the arm talent to make nearly every throw on the field. He has definitely struggled in terms of consistency with his accuracy. You would have liked to see, you know, some improvement in that over his four years as a starter. But with projected first-round draft capital, you know, a solid quarterback option in this rookie class. Now moving over to number five, this is where I have it, Kenny Pickett. And once again, I'm probably much lower than consensus on Kenny Pickett. If he does receive solid draft capital, talking like top 20, then I'll probably move him up. But right now, I don't think there's any guarantee he goes top 20. You do see him mocked there in a lot of spots. But like I mentioned at the top of the video, I kind of feel like these quarterbacks could fall you know, in any random order. And I would not be surprised if you know he was the third, fourth, fifth quarterback off the board. And when we're just looking at the ceiling of these players, I also talked about this earlier in the video with an uncertain quarterback class, I want to go after the guys who do have that high ceiling and Kenny Pickett's ceiling is just so much lower than the four other quarterbacks I have ranked ahead of him. You know, all the guys ahead of him have really solid mobility with that rushing upside. Kenny Pickett's not a statue. You know, he can scramble a little bit. He's mobile enough to maneuver around the pocket, but he is not going to give you a ton as a runner. At the next level, his arm is you know, nothing insane, but he definitely has you know solid arm talents. I'm just not super excited to be drafting a quarterback for fantasy whose realistic ceiling is probably like a mid-tier quarterback two. Like, do I see him being anything more than that? And mid-tier quarterback twos don't really carry a ton of value, so just not a lot of upside there, which is why I have him at number five. And now to round out these rankings at number six. Think a lot of people would have him probably ranked as the clear, you know, QB six out of six. This is where I have Carson Strong. It seems like all five of the quarterbacks I have ranked ahead of Strong have a shot to go in round one. I don't think I've seen one mock draft that had Carson Strong going in the first round. It's clear that his best asset is his arm talent. He can push the ball down the field, you know, very effectively while also having pretty solid, you know, short pass accuracy just for fantasy. You know, the big liability is that he is a zero on the ground he can maneuver around the pocket but he is not going to provide you anything as a rusher which just totally caps his ceiling especially if he's going to be like a late second third round pick pretty clearly behind the other guys but i do think you know then he's kind of in a tier of his own for the players who'd be like qb7 qb8 qb9 but that is going to wrap it up for this video let me know what you guys thought about my rankings down below in the comment section Who do you think should be higher or lower? Let me know. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Once again, thank you for stopping by and I'll see you guys in the next one.